Darlene. Hi, how are you? I am good. Ready to get this podcast kicked off. This is so exciting. My- now, I'm on my phone. Is it better to be on the computer? Oh, no, no. The phone is perfect. It's exactly exactly how we want to do it so we can, you know, do these shows on the, on the fly and uh, uh, we can just talk. And, and I think, I mean, people listen to podcasts. They do differently than watch videos and um you know they can they can put their headphones on and work and 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 listen and that's right the the beauty of of these podcasts so we are already recording and this is the latino strike force for those tuning in we uh started this podcast a new podcast today (laughs) so you saw we we've got it uh launched on all the platforms, the Apple uh, podcast and uh, Amazon Music, Audible, it's on Google, it's, I mean, it's Spotify. This system is going to give us a big reach, I think, and and I'm excited. So, Maiden's not in yet, but let's get started. I've sent her the link. Uh, she'll be joining us here shortly. Great. We're visiting with uh, Darlene Brienza in new york tell us what's going on in new york well things are things are getting really exciting here in new york uh we are campaigning for lee zeldin for governor as you know and when we started this uh back end of summer early september i could remember the very first event that we um had congressman zeldin attend and while he was very well received people were excited there were people that were very cynical. You know, this was two months ago. Mm. Oh, he's not going to win. This is New York. You know how it is. Um, people end up voting Democrat or they cheat. So there was a lot of that. All of a sudden, fast forward now, we're seven days out. And what I'm noticing over the last two weeks is the momentum shift where people are genuinely excited. They see where this can really happen. You know, the polls have tightened. You know, Lee Zeldin is in a great position. Um, he's fighting for all the right things. You know, the most important things that are impacting us here in New York is, of course, crime, inflation, um, gas prices, so, you know, lack of energy independence, and, of course, education, you know, amongst our children in school and what they're being taught and the parents you know, don't know what's going on, as well as vaccine mandates So for young children. So those are the issues. And that's where Congressman Zeldin is winning. And what we're doing is we're knocking doors, uh, you know, within his district. So what I do is I knock a lot of doors here in Westchester County with some of the down ballot local candidates. And, you know, people are excited. People are listening to us. We haven't had any doors slammed in our face. Uh, people are excited. They're they're ready for something different. Obviously, yes. you know, if you watch national news, you see uh, the crime. All of the news channels are showing the subway, uh, the problems that are happening down the subways, where people are shoving people into the tracks and. Um, you know, the, just people getting robbed and mugged everywhere. It's like uh, it's like you took a 30-year backward step. 
Yes, it's 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 scary stuff, you know. And a lot of this, all of these attacks are unprovoked. So then, you know, you have the Democrats crying gun control, but what about you know a guy that's in McDonald's in Lower Manhattan with an axe, mm-hmm. or people with knives? You know, they're using all kinds of weapons on innocent people just trying to go to work or trying to go home at night. So this is the reality that's happening in New York. And, and, and th- doesn't that have to do with the real weak uh, bail or, or the fact that they, just, they don't even go after the criminals? They do not. It's a revolving door if you're a criminal in the state of New York. It's cashless bail. Most of these uh, criminals that are, you know, shoving people in the subways, you know, stabbing people on the street, they are you know they have like 10 or 15 priors so it's it's a revolving door for the criminal and yeah. all of us are being affected here you know it's it's in the suburbs it's not just new york city you know we're seeing it in the suburbs as well you know westchester county which has always been a very safe place a great place to raise children you know we had smash and grab right in one of our you know luxury malls here so this is you know this is a problem statewide yeah. Well, I know that, uh, you know, we're going to have Maiden Torres on here in just a little bit. And she's she does a lot with us with the Latino Strike Force. But, you know, she works real closely and she's the chair of the RNHA in New York, the Republican National Hispanic Assembly. I just sent her another uh, invite link. So I think she's having a little trouble getting logged in. But okay, uh, great. The, the, the two of you and for those who don't know, you know, we've got volunteers in, in different states and there's people that have passion, but I, I have to admit of all the people that I've worked with that, you know, through the years involved in politics, Darlene, you are the most passionate, hardest working volunteer that I've ever come across. And, you know, when I say it because, you know, if you're paid to do a job, that's one thing. But I think you probably put more effort and more and more work and more passion than probably a lot of people who are paid. And to me, you know, you've got a lot at stake. You're you and and uh, Caesar, you know, you're business owners. Yes, the, we are. The business climate, the environment in New York it has to be conducive to business or you guys are going to be hurting and so are other businesses absolutely it's the regulations the taxes um it's very difficult here and now with you know prices of diesel fuel you know if you're driving a truck you know you're driving commercial vehicle you know we're all affected by this you know we have four children and you know my daughters they're post-grad they live in new york city uh it, it's unsafe i'm worried about them all the time so yeah. you know we're, we're doing we're doing the work here uh we're getting the word out we're building the vote we're especially focused on the latino vote which you know we're seeing it's it's growing all across the country you know we started with Myra Flores in Texas in the Rio Grande Valley and we saw what happened there. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm focused on, you know, that momentum and building that vote here in New York. And we've been getting we've been getting a positive reception. 
Well, and Maiden has just joined us, so welcome to the show, Maiden. How are you? Thank you. Really wonderful. Hi, Myron. Hi, Charlie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing. We got a great team here. So we were talking about some of the issues that uh, New Yorkers are facing, and you know, Darlene kind of mentioned crime is a big uh, issue. Things that Lee Zeldin is winning on. What are what are you hearing? What are people saying that they like or or, or don't like about uh, this governor's race? Well, I'll tell you, uh, do the Hispanic community is really getting hit hard uh, with the economy, being able to afford uh, to put food on the table and um, you know get gas on their cars just to get to work. It's really frightening when you go to um, to the grocery store and you're spending $125 per bag of groceries and really not coming home with very much. And if you have a family of four or five, uh, which Hispanics tend to have larger families, it, it could be a very scary um, time um, mm. to be able to provide for your family. That That is a really big concern. Um, number two is the crime, of course, with the uh, bail reform. It, the cashless bail, it's allowed the primarily uh, the Hispanic communities to be hit because that's where most of the crime is happening. Uh, the revolving door to crime, we call it. Uh, it's basically um, uh, not allowed for law enforcement to do their job. Judges here have to actually use a cheat sheet to be able to decipher uh, this law. And uh, people have just had enough. Now, you guys have an attorney general there who is soft on crime. She certainly is. Absolutely. And we have a wonderful candidate that's running against Letitia James, Mark Henry. And I was at a rally yesterday uh, where Governor Yunkin from Virginia came to uh, campaign with Congressman Zeldin. We had Mike Lawler, who's running for U.S. Congress in District 17. Joe Pinion, who's running against Chuck Schumer. And Mark Henry spoke, and he is running against, you know, the soft on crime attorney general that we have here in New York. Just a, a slight correction, Darlene, it's Michael Henry. Oh, I, I apologize. Yes. I, I don't know why I said Michael Henry. So Michael Henry, Henry is, he is running against Letitia James. He is an extremely bright, compassionate, um, very well-rounded candidate. I could tell you uh, the RNHA, we um, actually did a an, an endorsement interview with him. And he, first of all, he's extremely sharp when it comes to the law. Um, he really relates to his community. I could tell you, um, I've seen uh, M- Michael Henry, you know, he, he's able to go from community to community and really, really relate to, to them all. I mean, he, I, I just see him becoming our next attorney general um, with ease. I really do. He's he's a wonderful candidate for this position. Yeah, so that's another tight race. Um, and of course, Tish James will not debate him. He declined a debate. So, you know, that's so, the uh, that's the Democrats. You know what it seems like to me, of course, you know, I'm not I'm not in New York, but I have y'all and and you being in New York, you give me insight that uh, most people don't get. And I have to say that it seems to me like you feel like this is your best chance 
in a long time to actually win these elections. Absolutely. Uh, Put it this way, Duke. We've been literally, the communities here have been praying and waiting for the last 20 years. We have not had a Republican in office um, since 2002. We've been waiting such a long time. The destruction that's happened here is unbelievable. I could tell you we've helped candidates, um, you know, Suffolk County, Nassau County, Queens. Uh, I was just in lower Manhattan this past weekend and it's just so deteriorated. The luster of New York is gone under this democratic one party rule that we have in New York and and people are are really, really ready for change. And um, the motto that we hear across the state is, uh, you know, defeat is not an option. We do not have an option to back down. We have to press on and we have to win if we're going to save our state. Absolutely. And that's why we do what we do. You know, we, like I've said to you, Duke, many times, losing is not an option. Um, We're, you know, we're making calls every single day, you know, for the last two months, uh, knocking doors, um, delivering signs, doing outreach. Uh, Myron and I were in Washington Heights for a town hall with Lee Zeldin a couple of weeks ago, and you saw the excitement there amongst the Dominican community. You know, one lady stood up and said, I've waited 30 years for a Republican to come and talk to us. You know, there were pastors, there were retired NYPD. You could feel the excitement in the room. You know, it was real. So we're seeing the momentum here um, on the ground and everyone's ready. I think for, for a change, we need this. Absolutely. I mean, we even had in, in Jackson Heights and it was so exciting to see uh, Pastor Ruben Diaz Sr. there. You know, he he is a, a prod, prominent Democratic uh, Pentecostal minister who has basically regrouped everyone and said, we cannot continue to support uh, a party that does not support our values and our, our families cannot even put food on the table and we just cannot continue like this. And he has basically rounded up the troops and said, we have to support Lee Zeldin. And I'm telling you, people are on fire here. Yep. It, it, we are going to see New York turn around November 8th. And you, and you guys know, you've come to know Lee Zeldin and his campaign team. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell the listeners, give them an inside scoop on Lee Zeldin. Well, um, we've been able to work uh, with as the RNHA for, I want to say, mo- pretty close to two years now. And um, Lee Zeldin is a very sharp, very compassionate, very well-prepared candidate. Um, he's a father. Um, he, he's a great husband. And, you know, I met his wife. I mean, there's so much passion in this person that to be able to call him our next governor is really something that we could be proud of. He is a man of faith. He is a man that respects um, all communities. And he truly is looking for the best 
of our state as a whole. And he's really uh, working very diligently on unifying us all because we are we have found our common ground um, through Lee Zeldin and through all of the work that we've done together. The RNHA has helped him um, and his campaign. We've translated the website, Palm Cards, um, I did the uh, voiceover in Spanish for the, the phone banking. We helped in whatever way possible to help his campaign uh, con- contact and, and, and try to network with local pastors. Whatever it's going to take to cross that finish line, Duke, we are all here uniting because we know that if we don't push and make this change happen now, we have no idea where New York is going to be in the next two or three years. Yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, you know, you know, just joining uh, this campaign for Lee Zeldin over the summer when he won the primary, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure and the opportunity to meet him numerous times. And I have to reiterate what Myron said. He is, he's going to be a wonderful governor. He's so passionate about the issues that are affecting all of us. So I can see where um, he's going to get results. You know, he's, he's, he's very forthcoming about everything he's going to do. Um, and everyone's excited about him. So I think he's going to be a wonderful governor. And, and I his campaign's add- great as well. We've, you know, we yes. reached out to them. You know, I've been able to give them direct feedback from day one. Uh, when we first started calling, uh, I was calling into areas, they never heard of him. They're like, who? He's running for mm-hmm. governor? And then I would write down that area and contact, you know, one of Lee Zeldin's campaign managers and say, listen, we need to do more outreach in this area, whether it be Washington Heights or Upper Manhattan on the west side or uh, Corona Queens. So, you know, and, and they've been very supportive. They, they're helping us. We're helping them. So it, it's really been great. I hear, you, go ahead. I'm sorry, Mark. No, no, I, I apologize for interrupting you, but I just want to add to that. It's it's not just Lee Zeldin. It's, it's like a team, right? We have, I want to say it's the dream team because we have Lee Zeldin and Allison Esposito as a great team. Law, she can relate with the law enforcement because she was uh, and still is a law enforcement officer now running for Lee General. We have Paul Rodriguez for New York State Comptroller, Joe Pinion for the other night. I don't know if you were able to see that debate, but he completely tore it up. And yes. I, 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 I just had to send amazing they are very very well prepared very sharp um just people that are so ready to to turn our state around that i know together our our whole state is going to see the difference yes we have we have really really strong candidates i've gotten to know mike lawler pretty well over the last two months and um Mike Lawler is running against Sean Patrick Maloney in U.S. Congress. And as you may know, Sean Patrick Maloney is chair of the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the DCCC. 
And so, you know, going into this, I, I think Sean Patrick Maloney thought he had this in the bag. And Mike Lawler is surging in the polls. He's a wonderful person. He has been out there talking to uh, people within his districts every day. He's doing 10 events a day, also has an, an amazing campaign. Um, and I've been, you know, working very closely with them. And I really feel great about Mike Lawler's chances. And he is going to be a tremendous asset for us here in New York uh, once he goes to Congress. You know, I want to I want to mention uh, something to those listening. You know, volunteering, getting involved, getting in the game, and off the off the bench. You know, off the sidelines and onto the field. And that's a decision. That's a decision. I remember, Darlene, when you made that decision. And I, you know, knowing Maiden and Ray as as long as I've known them, you know, they've they've been in the game. There's a lot of people who want to get in the game, but it's they're not sure how to how to do that. And I can say that we make it real easy. Um, the Latino Strike Force. If you go to our website, latinostrikeforce.com, there is a sign up button, and you just give us a little information, and we're going to connect you. We're going to we're going to get you making calls, and that's that's what we do. Sometimes it takes a little time to get everything set up like it did with this campaign Mm -hmm. but once the trust is established once the connections are made it's wide open and you guys ladies are making such a difference in this campaign um it's amazing what what y'all are doing and my hat's off to you i know that even though i'm not in new york i feel the pain and, and others across the country in conservative states, we feel the pain that y'all have to deal with daily. I, I couldn't imagine living in, in a society uh, that was dominated like uh, by liberals and Marxists and just America haters uh, like you guys have to deal with in New York. Right, and violent criminals, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's crazy. And, and if you also think, uh, you know, that this current uh, appointed governor, because that's what she is, Kathy Hochul, we, cro- we call her crime wave Kathy. You know, she, yes. she's, she's Cuomo's accomplice with all of the nursing home deaths during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. When he, when he was forcing the nursing homes to take in the sick, the infected, rather than uh, redirecting them to the USS Comfort and the Jacob Javits Center. He was using the Anti-Dumping Act to force nursing homes to take in the sick on the basis of discrimination. You know, I remember my my husband is a nursing home administrator and he would come home daily that he lost this resident and that resident, residents that he knew for years. They were family to him, lost nine employees. He had three trailers of refrigerated uh, uh, three trailers, uh, refrigerated trailers with bodies to over 250 bodies. The morgues couldn't take any more bodies. Families were afraid to take their their loved ones' uh, uh, cadavers. <laughs> they were so afraid of, uh, of, of getting sick and nobody knew what was going on. But you know what? We had a governor that knew what was going on. He knew that if the infected got into those vulnerable um, communities that there were gonna be more deaths. 
Okay, I'm not I'm not a health specialist, but anybody knew that anyone that got in, in contact with that virus, uh, especially when it first came out, there the chances are that they were they weren't going to make it if you were that you had comorbidities or if you were a senior citizen. And he forced over 16,000 uh, senior citizens and residents to die using the Anti-Dumping Act. And guess who is standing right next to him? Kathy Hochul, the same person that's that told conservatives a couple months ago that they're not wanted in this state, repeating and regurgitating the same thing that Cuomo said to conservatives back in 2012. Conservatives, you're not welcome here. You need to leave New York. Now there's such a mass exodus out of this state because people cannot live under these conditions. They cannot continue to pay these taxes and, and just live under this one rule government that really they don't care about the well-being of the person it's all about politics as usual and and the citizens don't they have no concern about them not living with this kind of crime wave i mean it's unbelievable but you know what people are not going to forget what kathy hochel did or what cuomo did and we're going to all remember on november the 8th and we're going to vote them out absolutely they have no record to stand on you see these commercials or you see Kathy Hochul uh, debating Lee Zeldin. They have nothing to campaign with. So what do they resort to? They resort to abortion. They resort to January 6th. You know, let's talk about the real issues. What's most important to people? It's crime, it's inflation, it's energy independence, it's their children's education, and it's the wide open border that every state is now a border state. You know, it's affecting everyone. The schools cannot keep up, even here in New York. So those are the real issues. And that's what's going to matter on Election Day. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, um, you know, we are, uh, the Latino Strike Force, uh, RNHA, you guys are, are representing very well in New York. and. I appreciate all the hard work you're doing. I know that, uh, you know, Darlene, you said you made, personally, you've made 38,000 calls. Something like that, yes. <laughs> Holy <laughs> uh, Listen, there's seven I, days left. We're not I, stopping I, now. You've made, but I know you're in the thousands as well, so. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm, I'm close to nine. <laughs> yeah. we're, not, we're not letting up. We're not letting you know, up. You're not letting up, and you call, and and you're working so hard i'm just so proud of both of you and and everyone and you know caesar uh, darlene your husband yes he's out there he's you know driving around putting signs out i saw i saw a picture of him he had uh maybe it was one of lawler's uh cars or one of someone's car i don't know who it was yes it was right there on the spot latinos for lawler and yeah. um he Earth. was he was chatting up the uh, Spanish parishioners after a mass, after a Spanish-speaking mass here in Mount Kisco, New York and Westchester. And um, he's been wonderful, you know, and he works really hard. So sometimes he's he's working on Saturdays as well, but when he's not, um, he's on the campaign trail with me, knocking doors, you know, helping me with the Spanish-speaking community and, uh, you know, putting the signs in there's some places where it's like i'll do it so he put so many signs up this weekend um it's been great <laughs> it is we're great. not stopping i'm really excited duke 
I'll give you each a, a final word and uh, we'll wrap up uh, this podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me on this show, uh, Duke. I, I'm so, so blessed to be able to be here and talk about what the RNHA is doing in New York. And we definitely need volunteers. Um, we can get you for phone banking or block walking. You can help us put signs out. If you just want to get involved, you can reach out to us at contact, contact at rnhany.org. That's contact at rnhany. Org. We can get you connected. We do partner with the Latino Strike Force. Very proud to do so. And, and we just know that the Lord is just going to continue to work through our efforts because we believe that God is going to turn this state around. Yes, I agree. And Duke, I've said this before. I think we both have. Uh, God brought us together two years yes. ago uh, for the 2020 election cycle. And I knew that I wanted to be part of the solution. You know, it's we can complain all we want here, but we're either going to be part of the solution or we're going to be part of the problem or we are the problem. Right. And that's what brought us together. And here we are. Uh, many campaigns later, we've seen some really amazing successes. And, you know, our goal is the same. You know, we're building the vote. We're educating. We're inspiring Latino voters. And of course, we We've added many volunteers for this campaign cycle, for Louise Eldon, for Mike Lawler, for our other candidates. And um, we'd love to have more volunteers. We also um, are looking for ballot observers um, within different districts in New York. So feel free to either um, follow the website that Myron uh, mentioned for the RNHA or visit us at latinostrikeforce.com. It's a very easy sign up and I will be in contact with you and we would love to have um, more hands on deck. Thank you. Awesome. And I, I just want to say one thing, everybody, we are two different organizations, but we are a family. We all have the same goal, and that is to turn our state and nation around. And um, thank you again, Duke. Well, it's my pleasure. Um, like, I, like I said, uh, y'all are great amazing representatives of both organizations and um, you know when it's all said and done with I think when I come to New York uh, to visit we're going to have a big party yes yes, yes we're waiting for you <laughs> we to love that <laughs> oh we would love to have you too. don't make us have to come to Texas to get you uh, yes <laughs> a party in New York yes it's a date all right folks we appreciate you tuning in to our new podcast Latino Strike Force and uh, like I said, you can find us on multiple platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're, you know, several, I'm, I'm forgetting to mention, Amazon, Audible. Uh, just find us and follow us. Uh, we're going to continue to bring real content, uh, information, valuable uh, information that will help you. And, and uh, our political position is not what you're going to hear on your regular news channel. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. I'm Duke Machado with Maiden Torres and Darlene Brienza. And we're out of here.